Three, <laughs> two, one, and we're live. Episode 17. We got Meg here. Ladies and gentlemen, Meg, how hey, are you? Hey, what's up? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm happy you're here. Uh, I'm happy to be here. I'm glad. So uh, <laughs> I've been, I'm trying to do things a little differently now. I want to open with you telling people where they can follow you and you just give a little intro about what it is that you do. Okay. Um, so I'm a pastry chef. I've been working at uh, Fiorello Dolce in Huntington Village for the last eight years. Um, but you can follow me at Cakes by Maggie on Instagram. Um, and you can check out like all the, the little cakes and cake pops and fun cookies and stuff that I've done. And um, if you ever need anything, DM me and uh, I got you. So you you do customizations like if people want custom page trees they can yes. DM you with the idea yes. and you can that's yes. pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. I just you know um, I'll talk it out with the client, mm -hmm. uh, figure out exactly what they want, and then you know give them a price depending on how much you know how much work that they want on it, and then we're good to go. What are some of the like wackier kind of cake requests you've gotten? Oh uh, wow, um, we've done some crazy things. Um, I've done. A couple of boob cakes. <laughs> and, uh, People want that. Can, can we know, like, what was the occasion? Is that a bachelor party? Is that just a lonely dude buying I a cake? I don't like... know. <laughs> uh, the first one, I actually don't know what it was for. The second one, um, I think, was for breast cancer awareness. Okay. We actually did it through the bakery, which was funny. That's actually pretty um, cool. We never really do things like that through the bakery, so it was actually really funny that we did it. Um, but... Because it was for a good cause, you know, we decided to go through with it. Well, that's a great idea. <laughs> I mean, we all want to save the boobies, so yeah. Oh yeah, you know, for sure. Every I think every sure. if there's anything our species can agree <laughs> on, it's probably that. Oh yeah. So for I feel sure. like our politicians should they're very lead important. With that. You know, they're super important. Well, definitely. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what's, uh, what's your What's your favorite cake request that you've gotten? Like, what's the one you enjoyed making the most? Let's see the. The best one so far, I think, was the one that I made for my boyfriend, for Kevin. Um, That's episode three, Kevin Rains. Yes, and Kevin Rains. Um, he's an incredible artist, by the way. Check him out. Uh, but anyway, we made... Um, he, he just let me go with it and design whatever I wanted. So, you know, I, I made it a little, like, themed and... It was it was a lot of fun though. It was yeah. it was interesting, you know, because I got to sculpt everything and uh, it was that cool. Must have been cool. I got to make a microphone. I got to spray gold, which I love spraying things gold, and you know. So you can spray it. things that are gold that are edible. Yeah. What do you call that? Is that just icing? I, it no, it's um, it's like an edible gold spray. Really? Yeah. What's it made of? It uh, just like water and uh, color food food dye. Just water and food dye. Yeah, okay, so it. it's like it's just strict. It's, it's just in a can, a water it. decoration. Yeah, yeah. and That's it's just shiny. Cool. It's like it's super cool. What are some What yeah. are some cakes you've had to make that are gold? Like, did you ever make like a fully uh, golden cake? Not a fully golden cake, but you know, we've done like a lot of strange things. Like, I uh, we did something for um, Greek Easter, uh, and it was like this giant chalice that I had to spray gold. Which was really cool. I mean, it wasn't like a 3D chalice or anything. It wasn't crazy. It was a 2D chalice. But um, I had to spray the whole thing gold, and that was a lot of fun. Um, nothing, like, really too crazy that I've ever had to spray in gold. I've always wanted to work with, like, gold leaf, which is edible gold flakes. Edible gold flakes? Yes. So they made, like, sugar or? No, it's, like, actual gold. Um, but it's oh, edible. Actual it's edible actual gold. Actual edible gold. Yes. That's it's extremely expensive. Is it going to give you superpowers or something? Because <laughs> like, this is how I, super villains are created. I mean, it's I possible. It's totally possible. I don't know. Give it's it a like shot. the gold that they put in Goldschlager. You know, like the gold uh, flakes. Okay. It's edible. Gotcha. It's it's safe. It's just you know, so it's, it's not super give expensive, and it's ridiculous to work with. So, you know, I want to work with it, but I'm scared to spend that kind of money. Gotcha. <laughs> well, maybe one day you'll find that special someone who's willing to spend money on golden flakes. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe somebody will want some crazy golden cake and want to spend that crazy money on it. I, uh, my roommate used to work for somebody who threw herself a $250,000 birthday party. What? These, this is, these are the people that buy the gold flakes. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I, you you should see the clients. Like I mean, some of these clients, like they for their for their kids' first birthday, they're like spending so much money. 
they're clearly like renting out, you know, a whole it's, restaurant. That's so and... funny to me because there's no way the kid's going to remember that birthday. <laughs> like, No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get this beautiful cake that they want their kid to smash up for pictures. <laughs> and it like, it kind of like breaks my heart a little bit because like, I'm like, some person went through like all this you know, effort to make this gorgeous cake and your baby is just smashing it for pictures. I mean, like, <laughs> as a mom and, you know, like, I'm probably going to do that. Not going to lie. But I'm not going to go all out and make this, like, crazy cake, you know? I'm just going to make, like, some simple cake. That make I'm, a smashable cake. I'm going to make a smashable cake. A cake that, you know, Zach can just go into and have fun with. And I'm not going to feel bad if he tears it apart. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Does he like, like Wreck-It Ralph? You can make a Wreck-It Ralph I, cake. It'd be fitting. I, I was thinking the Hulk. That too, that's perfect. You know, like that's, Hulk smash, just, yeah. mm, and just go right into your it. Your son's a big kid. He's right? humongous. Yeah. He's like the size of a, a one-year-old. And how old is he? Um, He's about to be eight months. About to be eight months. Yeah, Damn. like about a week and a half or that, so. That's crazy. <laughs> he is huge. He clearly gets that from Kevin. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm like five foot two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he definitely gets that from Kevin. He's he's a big baby. He's but you know he's something strong. every day he's definitely strong. He's got a tight grip. Oh yeah. He's definitely got a tight grip. Every strong. time I've gone over, he seems like the most chilled out, relaxed kid. I don't know if he's always like that, but I'm just saying every time I've seen him, he's, you know what's he's got so no funny problems. Is that when anybody comes over, he's like that. Mm. Right? And then when he's with us, he is just like this little maniac that just wants to like crawl on us and like pull my hair and like, I don't know, stand on everything because now he can stand. So he's just excited about that and he just wants to walk. So he's like holding on to things, just pulling himself everywhere, jumping up and down. He's so excited, but it's scary. It's so scary, man. <laughs> I mean, what scares you? Is it the safety of the kid or the fact that he's growing up fast? No, the the fact that he's growing up fast. I feel yeah. like I got gypped out of a baby. <laughs> <laughs> he went from like he went from like this newborn baby that didn't move anywhere to like flipping around and doing all these things, and I was like, "What? Why? Why so fast?" I mean, I mean, I mean, it's great. Meg, not for nothing. I mean, you. It's eight year, you're with Kevin and he's six foot three. Like, what did you expect? Like, if you wanted a baby, you should have found someone who's five foot six. I mean, God bless. I'm so glad that my baby's healthy, but like, jeez. But that's what pretty interesting happened? to me. That's pretty interesting to me. It seems like he already knows, like, almost how to put on a face. It's like, oh, we have company. We have company. I have to behave. It's like, oh, it's just us? Oh, yeah. You should have seen before um, <laughs> my mom came over and, you know, before that he was just like crawling all over me, going crazy. He was nonstop talking and like, try well, trying to talk, you know, he babbles <laughs> and he's just going off. He's like climbing on my head, pulling my hair, trying to get on the couch. I'm like, I don't know what's happening right now. I got to put you in the playpen. My mom shows up. He's just chilling. He sits down in the playpen and he just looks at her. He's like smiling at her. I was like, what is happening right now? What is going on? Because this was not going on like five minutes ago before she walked in the door. I don't understand. He's like so smart. He could put on the charm. Oh, already. yeah. Oh, yeah. Already. And then he's like snuggling into her and like cuddling her and just sitting on the couch with her. Well, you know, it is both you and Kevin are two very charismatic people. <laughs> so true. you know what I'm saying? You just created this like miniature version of yourselves yeah. that's just like super yeah like charismatic and he just yeah. wants to play all the time exactly. and have a good time so i can't blame him hey like, <laughs> get it in while him. you can zach yeah seriously oh man seriously that's pretty wild that's pretty wild <laughs> He's um, a good time. so before we started this podcast you started showing me that your uh your bakery is haunted yes and i guess before we say uh Talk about your bakery being haunted. I suppose you, if you want to name drop them, plug them. Yes. If you want um, to, yeah. At Fiorello Dolce. Um, it's a bakery in Huntington that I work at. Uh, it's wonderful. Um, so basically, <laughs> we are haunted. Um, we've been... now, are you the fun haunted or are you the... We're the fun haunted. We're, okay, not, we're okay. not the scary haunted. No, 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 no. Nothing like... Nothing 
ultra creepy happen. It's, it's no, all creepy. It's, it's all, all creepy, creepy. But I'm it's not, not malevolent. Lie. No, it's not malevolent at yeah. all. Um, apparently, we've had a couple of mediums come through, and apparently it's, you know, family um, and a couple of people that are just around, you know, that gotcha. that died in the area, supposedly. There's an access point. Out. Your bakery is an access point. They just like yeah. baked goods, apparently. So, you know, they just come hang out and chill. And I mean, if I was a ghost... Us. If I was a ghost, it's not the worst place to be. No, it's not. Like, if you could still, if you still have your sense of smell when you're a ghost, yeah. maybe that's all you like, do Like, we have. bake delicious things and we actually, like, have a good time at work. So, like, you know. Yeah, in the videos you showed like, me, like, nobody was, like, super skeeved out by no, the activity. No, because we're, we're kind of used to it at this yeah. point. It's really, like, weird, you know. Um, it's It's scary when you're alone, when you come into the bakery alone, because it's just quiet and, you know. There's just nothing going on. It's just dead. And it, it does get a little creepy. Every little n- noise that you hear from, like, the fridge, you know, just mm-hmm. freaks you out. Okay. But yeah, when everyone's around, it's not that weird. You know what I mean? It's just... it. It's just strange little things that happen. I don't know. Like, um, the oven doors used to open by themselves. Just randomly. You know, like, nobody will be by them. Well, in the video you showed them. me, like, just something sitting on the table untouched by anybody just like slid like, yeah it just a, went around the corner on in the like table. a perfect angle mm-hmm. around the corner yeah which was definitely strange yeah things um, you know weird things like that um one time you know we left out a paper towel roll overnight on the table just to see what would happen and then um the the security camera which picks up movement that happens in the bakery um, picked up the movement of the paper towel roll unraveling itself. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. And we tried to, like, recreate it. We turned the AC on, you know, and, like, put it down on the table and tried to figure out if the air would blow in that direction, and it just nothing. 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 It just slowly Oof. unraveled itself. So, you know, weird, weird little things happen, you know. See, does this... Are the ghosts polite enough to keep it all in the back where you guys work? Or do the customers experience this at any point? No, no, no customers have seen anything um, that I know of. Uh, I do know um, one time one of the one of the kids that worked up front um, was making like an espresso or something. And, and he's a huge um, disbeliever of all that. You know, he just. There's always a disbeliever among the. Pack. And it's fine. It's fine. No, you, you know, need like, that guy. You yeah, need of course. Of course. You need the skeptic. You need that mm-hmm. person that's going to be like, no, absolutely not. This could have been this. It could have been that, you know? And that's great because I'm always like that. I'm mm-hmm. the first person to be like, no, it could have been the air. No, but you're sold on ghost. But, but there's something going something. on that I don't know if, I don't know if it's a go. I don't know what it is, but you know, it, there's something there that we cannot see that is playing with things at the bakery so you know but um anyway uh he did not believe anything you know huge skeptic and never saw anything for himself and he had just said like he didn't believe any of that and then he went up front to make an espresso and the espresso cup he like turned his head and turned back and the espresso cup had shifted like at least you know a couple inches and he turned around and he was like, uh, nobody was up front with him. So <laughs> <laughs> he was like, um, so how did that happen? You know, weird little things occur. You know, one time, um, we came into the bakery and the iPad had turned on itself and that the iPad is for our register and it had turned on itself and it was playing music. And when we walked in, it was changing the music. It went from like Dancing Queen to like some other song to some other did it, song. Did it let the songs finish or was it just no, like, no? No, it was just cut, like cut, 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 you know, or it would play like the first first note of a song and then like cut to the next one and then it would play like the first like I don't know six seconds of like Dancing Queen and then like into the next song and you know it was just very weird and when we had looked back on the security camera we had seen that. Um, while the while the songs were playing and while they were skipping, uh, the 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 iPad had shifted up and the the password bar was there and there was a password being typed in, and it just kept being typed in until my boss turned around the iPad and it just went back down. And we called it all on camera. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like it was like purposely blocking you out. That's, right. That's it was weird. It was weird. It was weird. You know, little things are strange. You know. 
I mean, the iPad is turned on before and played music. It's just, it's times. not all, it's like, it'd be one thing if it was one of these stories once. Right. And you could be like, oh, right. just a weird happenstance. Right. You know, right. small malfunction in the code. Right. But there's a, there seems to be a frequency of things like this happening that you guys are kind of like, all right. It's, it's, so what's going yeah. on? It's strange, you know, like single sheets of parchment paper would come flying out of the box that they were in, you know, like one at a time or like the cardboards that sit under the cakes would come out of the box, like flying out like Frisbees. So do you find that this has brought you and your uh, co-workers together? Oh, is yeah. So- is something oh, that yeah. y'all bond over? Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, we've done like we've gone back to the bakery and had like mediums come and stuff like that. And it's really uh, cool. You know what I mean? Like, how do the just, mediums feel? How do they feel in those rooms? They don't think anything is bad. Um, the There's an alleyway behind us that's a little sketchy and scary. Um, but besides that, you know, the bakery is cool. They're yeah. good. <laughs> Well, like you said, it sounds like the ghosts are just kind of having fun with you guys. Yeah. You said they, they want to help, I think you told me. Yeah, they want to help. You know, they turn, the, <laughs> they turn the oven timers off. I guess it's not really a help, but they're trying. They're doing their best. They're trying, you know, like sometimes the spoons will move and stuff like that. And I, I don't know, maybe they're trying to mix stuff. Whatever. It's so- cool. <laughs> you know, as long as they don't burn my stuff, I'm cool. I'm cool Fair enough. As long as they're not changing the temperature. Right. And stuff you like know, that. Like, they can be silly all they yeah, want. Don't it's when be, they start yeah, fucking exactly, with the actual process exactly. that it's a problem. You know, like a couple of times we've like, you know, burnt cookies and stuff like that because like the timer has gone off and like, you know, it <laughs> yeah. just, that's it. It's do like you, on zero. Do you foresee a time where Fierro El Dolce, did I get that? Fierro Dolce. Fierro El Dolce goes to war with the ghosts. No. There's no line. There's no line no. they can cross. No. Not. <laughs> I, I, you know why? Because I, I, it's all family that's supposedly there. It's like okay. family. Yeah, yeah, I hear you know what I mean? mean? So they're all people that are like looking out for us. And, and at least that's what we'd like to believe. So, you know, it's I, I don't think we'd ever go to war with them. <laughs> I think if anything, if we went to war, they'd fight with us. Well, you know I mean, what I'm saying? What, fair enough. <laughs> but what, what if they started messing with the temperatures? What if they started, what if things started getting bad? Well, then that's just rude. That is just rude. You know, I think, or would you I be convinced need, that like, they've been hijacked by another group of ghosts? I think then they'd be hijacked. And I think we need like to get some professionals in there to like get them out. I don't know who, but like we we'll find them. And if like you some Ghostbusters shit, <laughs> if you are a professional, I'd love to have you on the podcast. If you're a professional Ghostbuster, you know, just like hit me up. Let's do it. Because Let's look, do I don't want to. I don't want to bust out like the the cool ghosts. You know what I mean? Like my family or like you know my coworkers' families. But like you know, bust out like the creepy ghosts. That are you're trying to pay for ghost security. Exactly. Are ghost you saying security. there's an unborn economy in Long Island for unborn? <laughs> For ghost security, <laughs> that's totally possible. I'm, uh, okay, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to reject that. There's a Ghostbusters theory. economy emerging in Long Island. I'm not going to reject that theory. I don't know enough about that subject to just to know. Say about that, just know that you heard it here first. <laughs> but staying on the topic of bakery, moving a little bit away from the ghost, yes. I wanted to ask you about how you got started in baking. Okay. What inspired you to get into it? things like what? What inspired you to get into it and why you kept up with it all these years um it's actually funny uh i didn't start um going into pastry um i actually was a fashion major in the beginning um and then i decided against it um it was just not a field that was for me mm-hmm. um but my dad's a chef so growing up you know, I was always around the restaurant business. I always, you know, was in the kitchen with him. So I watched him work all the time. And, you know, we would we would cook together and we would bake together occasionally. Um, he actually wanted to be a pastry chef at one no point. Kidding? Which is actually really funny. That is pretty cool. Yeah, because he wasn't the one that chose pastry for me. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I was the one that decided, you know, I want to go into pastry, not not savory culinary the way that my dad had gone. Um, my dad does, you know, sushi. He, he actually started in Japan, um, and then moved to New York. Um, well, he moved actually to the Poconos, um, and he was working in the Poconos for a while, um, in, in like a really big Italian restaurant down there back in the seventies. And then, um, he came to New York and he wanted to apply at the Waldorf Astoria 
um, and he applied there and they had offered him a job and they said that if he wanted to get to the head chef position, you'd have to work up, obviously. And he had been working as a head chef for, you know, more than a decade at that point. So it was kind of like a kind of like a, you know, diss to him mm -hmm. that, you know, they wanted him to start all the way from the bottom again, you know, just like peeling the potatoes and doing the mediocre things that he stuff shouldn't he be doing stuff he was overqualified right for. way overqualified yeah. for so you know he had decided you know screw it i'm gonna come to long island and he had found a japanese restaurant um and he started working there he became the head chef there and then um he met my mom and from there they decided to invest into the business and they ended up um owning their own sushi shop wow yeah wow sushi restaurant still open no, um, unfortunately, my dad, uh, he ended up getting sick. Um, okay. He got into a car accident, and then um, he ended up getting sick with cancer, uh, which just kept coming back. Uh, mm -hmm. Thank God it's gone. Thank God awesome. he's doing great. Happy to hear uh, that. You know, the last couple of years he's been doing great. Um, it's just really his back now that needs to heal itself. Uh, he's been through about like three spinal fusions wow. so far. Um, so. Hopefully this one sticks. <laughs> this last one that he just recently got. Um, he actually, like about a month ago, he just got it. Um, so hopefully this one sticks. Well, he sounds like a fighter. Oh, he is. He, he I mean, is such a fighter. You don't own a restaurant in New York without being That man a was a boxer back in the day. For real? He, yeah, when he was a kid. Yeah, it's he was a boxer. Okay. He's a fighter. He's a real fighter. So that's where I get that from. There you, you know? go. Cool. <laughs> cool. I get that fighting spirit from him. So. Well, I hope, but, the, I hope the recovery continues. Thank be, you, thank you, thank you. But you know, he's he's definitely my biggest inspiration um, because he had a restaurant. Uh, when growing up, I had another family that kind of watched me and babysat me mm -hmm. a lot. So you know, during the weeks and stuff, they would you know they would bake with me as well. They were another Japanese family, and they would bake gotcha. with me as well. Um, their neighbor was also big into baking. So she would, you know, she was good friends with them. So gotcha. she would so come over and she would network. bake and we would just, yeah. you know, growing up, I just, we would bake all the time. And it was just not really That's an interest to me because like when I was in high school and stuff, mm -hmm. like I never baked. I didn't touch the kitchen. I was like, whatever. I don't like this, you know. Um, it was just too much work for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. It was just too much work for me. I was working so many jobs and I was like, I just can't do this. I was going to say, so it was like back then, was it because you didn't have time for baking? Yeah, you well, really you know, in, I was, I was also really big into music growing up. Um, oh. I started playing the viola in the second grade and I kept with it all throughout high school. You know, I did all county, all that stuff. You know, I wow. I was into all of it. So hell yeah. You know, I I did all the chamber orchestras. I did mm -hmm. pit orchestra. I was in theater. I was you know I sang on stage. I did all of that stuff. So I I loved all of it. You know, mm -hmm. so it, it was such a drastic change. You know, I didn't I didn't have the time for it. And then all of a sudden, I realized that that was something I really could put all my art and all my passion into. And it was something practical, you know, um, not saying that musical music isn't practical or, mm -hmm. or, you know, fashion isn't practical or any of the other choices that I had before weren't practical. But for me, they weren't practical. You know, for me, they didn't work. So going into food was just it was great for me because watching somebody eat something that I created is like the greatest experience of my life and seeing them enjoy it you know what I mean like cooking and slaving away at it is is time consuming and tiring but then seeing all these people enjoy it and respect it and you know appreciate the art and the time that I put into it that's like that's incredible to me you know that's the greatest feeling in the world what if i if you care to unwrap that feeling that because I've, I've always been fascinated about that because <clears throat> what you just said right there is something that my grandparents have said to me before right. like how they feel right. about cooking um one i feel like that's a very old-fashioned idea it is to it its is. credit you know it is and Definitely. i'm not sure i see enough of it today I wish I, I wish yeah. there was more of that kind of attitude today about cooking, like the idea you know, of, or baking, you know, right. whatever it be. The idea of preparing something for someone that's not only going to take care of them, 
but is also going to give them a thrill. Right. You know, you know? Right. You know, I'm not going to lie. Like, I get lazy. You know, like, when mm-hmm. I come home from work, I do not want to cook. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I will I try. I will cook, but it's very mediocre. I'm not making these, like, crazy, fancy, five-star, you know, dishes. I just don't care for that right now. It's just That's too much time with fair. a baby. Completely fair. And, you know, I just, I can't. But, you know... Once in a while, it's like, it's fun to break out of your element and like create this new thing that you've never created before. Or, you know, just when you have a party, you know, like catering to a bunch of people, it's, it's actually really cool. When, when it was Kevin's birthday, (laughs) you fucking crushed it. Thank you. I couldn't believe the spread. (laughs) You had this whole spread prepared, sweet, savory, the whole the whole spectrum, and then randomly you're just like, "This needs pizza." Yeah, and you just drop three pizzas on the spread, yeah. like you know, it, out of the park. I do. <laughs> out of the park. Because you know, I made all this food, and then I was like, and and Kevin told me, you know, it's not going to be a lot of people, so I I prepared all this food during the day. I came home from mm-hmm. work, and it was late. It was probably like about four o'clock or something. That I came home from work, and I what the party started at like seven or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. So I was in freak out mode. I came home. I was like, crap, I need to get ready. I need to get the house cleaned. I need to make things. I need to make food. Oh, my yeah. God. And he's like, "That not not that many people are coming. I was like, all right, like how many people? He was like, I don't know, like 10, 15 people. I was like, all right, we good. Like 30 people showed yeah, up. Yeah, there were a lot of people you know, there like that 30, night. 35 people showed up. And you know like, what he did? He played it like the airlines. He's mad popular. So, you know, <laughs> like like all these people came through that I, I guess he wasn't expecting to come through. And I was like, what am I going to do now? Like I made mad but food. But you already and had everyone enough. Is you still like, had 30. It was good. There but was I got like enough for 30. I got like at least like 30 grown ass men in my house <laughs> right now. In my kitchen. They've been drinking there needs to be more food. Like, there can't just be, like, you know what I mean? Like, a couple of bread bowls and dips and and sandwiches and shit. Like, you, you got to go in. You know what I mean? I was like, I can't. They need to be fulfilled. They need to be fed. These They're men. Men eat. Well, that's how you keep us from tearing the roof off. You know what I'm saying? And then when women drink, we eat. Oh, know? yeah. And I just eat all the time. So, like, it's just, you know, I have to eat. So, yeah, pizza. So, did you actually... <laughs> So how much of it was it what you said before and how much of it was you being like, I'm going to create the ultimate spread just because I want this ultimate spread. Yeah, it was that. It was that. (laughs) It was a lot of that. You know, (laughs) no one's complaining. I like I didn't know what I wanted to make. And I just I was like, you know, I I went food shopping like two days before and I was pretty much ready. And I had an idea. And then I was like, nah, I'm going to change it up. I want to I want to use these ingredients. I'm going to just change it up right now because this is what I feel. This is Mm -hmm. what I want to eat right now. So I just made it all. And I I don't know. I don't know how I did it. I'm telling you, I do not know how I did it. If I was on a game show, man, I could have won that. (laughs) You should have thought. I was covering a cake. I had made a cake the night before. And then, like, you know, I went to work, whatever. I came came home and I was like, crap, I still got to cover this cake and I got to decorate it. And I got, (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God, I got to make food. And I got to clean the house. And I got to take care of baby. I was like, oh, shit. Are you a perfectionist? A little bit. A little bit? A little bit. You definitely seem like a like a completionist. Like you have to finish what you start. Do you have that? You seem to me to have that kind of. Yes, attitude. but you know my problem is is that I I tend to flicker sometimes from from project to project. I can't keep my attention on one thing. I will finish it, but it will it might take it's me. A, some it's time. a. Sp- because then all of a sudden pace, I get yeah. I get distracted by something else and I'm like, oh I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Well, and I try to like multitask to try to get as much as what mm-hmm. I can done. So I tend to spread out. It's a little, it's, it's a little difficult. No, you know what it is? It's like, we grew up (laughs) in a time that was such an explosion of culture and such an explosion of media just because we had the internet, which was able to get it to us at a rate that was unfathomable, unfathomable. So I feel like people typically our age, a little bit older, a little bit younger, 
are interested in so many things. Mm-hmm. Like we all have so many interests. So many interests. That like it's such a worst. It, <laughs> it spreads our attention thin. It does. Because, you know, it to does. be interested in something is for it to demand your attention. It, it, you know? Definitely. And when definitely. every little fucking thing interests you, suddenly yeah. you don't have any time. Yeah. You, you know? do not have time at all. It's very difficult to keep, you know, to keep your attention on one thing. Yeah. You know, I, I definitely try to. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely try to as hard as I can, you know, but it's tough. You know what I mean? Like, especially in situations like that where you're just like, you have so many things that you have to do mm-hmm. and just such little time. Thank God, you know, yeah. Kevin was there and he helped me with so much of it. So thank God That's for good. him because it was his birthday and he was cleaning the house. Another shout out to Kevin Rains. Kevin Rains for, you know, cleaning the house. And Thanks for being you. Baby and being a great daddy. You the man, Kevin Rains. Yes. That's at Kevin Rains, by the at way. Kevin Rains one or something. Right? I think it's Kevin Rains one. Kevin Rains one. You should know him when you see him. Yeah, you'll see it. Hell you'll yeah. see it. He's this dope artist. You'll see it. You know, he's know. really great. I love the yeah, uh, the new single great. he just dropped where he was featured. Oh yes, yeah, with Julio H. Yes, yes, that was great. Yes. That was really cool. Yes, he's also another very talented artist. He's amazing. He's a great producer. Yeah. Yeah. It's and great. he's really tall. Kevin, yeah. Yeah, and that's why your son's a giant. Yeah, oh my god. What <laughs> is Kevin, like 6'2"? I think he's 6'3". Is he? I think so. I don't know. He's uh, definitely like a, a foot above me. And you're 5'2"? About. About? Say, about 6'2". About 6'2". Yeah, he's a big right? dude. He's a big dude. Yeah. Because he's easily like double me. I mean, not double me, but, like but you know, like yeah, I know what a foot above me. I know what you mean. <laughs> He's humongous. <laughs> I got gypped. I'm literally 5'11 and a half. And whenever I get my physical, I say to myself, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to get that half an inch. Listen, that's not that bad, right? It's not bad at all. I'm not complaining. Being almost 5'2 kind of sucks, man. Where does it, where do you find being short hurts you the most? Well, like where I work, everything's a pie. Everything, oh, everything, I said everything was a pie. Everything's a pie. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, you bake. <laughs> but yeah, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it took me a second to register that. No. But everything's up high. Yes, everything is up high. It's all stacked above me. So, like, you know, I got to go climbing for things. I got to ask people for stuff. You know, the ladder gets broken out. Okay, you don't so have, like, a step stool, like a two-step? There, there's a ladder. Yeah, we got a ladder. little ladder thingy. Okay. That's um, cool. You know, it's like a three-step ladder thing. It's great. You know, it's very helpful. So but if we you got some tall people, so they help me out. If you ever owned a bakery, <laughs> would you make sure all the shelves were five foot two friendly? I yeah, for sure, for sure. I would. I, I would at least try. It would definitely increase productivity. It's kind of difficult because you know, like we have a very small kitchen, so like there's only so much space. True. You know, so we kind of have to build up high. We have high ceilings, so we can, we have the luxury of doing that, thank God. Yeah. You know, but um, there's a lot of times, you know, I'm climbing for things and <laughs> that kind of sucks. You know, also like I can't reach things in my kitchen. Oh, that definitely hurts. So cabinets yeah. seem to be an issue. Cabinets, cabinets are a big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enemy yeah. of the little people. Yeah, Definitely. You know, and like leaning over things. And yeah. It's not, not fun. Not <laughs> Do fun. you find like, are, are there any like, does being able to fit in tight spaces ever come in handy? Yeah, that's great. Really? That, that's wonderful. Yeah. You know, I really, really took that for granted when I got pregnant. Because like, man. That's when you need it. Man, I was like, yo, I am just humongous right now. Like, ev- nobody can come, and it's, like, a safety hazard for people to come near me. So, like, you gotta keep your distance. Like, there's a bubble around me anyway, so it's, like, this extra feet, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just feel, like, very... It's not okay. I couldn't get into the freezer sometimes, like, during Christmas. Last Christmas... Was that because you were short or because you were pregnant or both? Well, no, because I was pregnant. Because in, in our fr- uh, freezer, we didn't have a lot of space. So we had to put like a rack into our freezer sometimes, you know, uh. just to fit some extra things in there, you know. So like we we had made croissants that day and we had to put them into the freezer real quick just to get them nice and cold so we could stack them away. And um, the rack was in there and I couldn't get in. And I had to get like, you know, a bunch of stuff from the freezer, like bins and stuff. 
Uh, and I couldn't fit in there, so I needed like people to get in there for me, you know, like certain things, you know, that sucked. <laughs> it's like I could no longer climb on ladders, like that sucked mm. too. Like I couldn't climb for stuff, you know, like that was a big no go for me. I felt very helpless. Well, uh, that's what Kevin's there for, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, at home, yeah, yeah. But like at work, he can't follow me around that's and be true. like, "Hey," yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's true. You know, it also sucks when you go to the store and you got to pick something yeah, up. Yeah, there you go. And there's like nobody around to help you. Typically the case. Yeah, and sometimes there's that one dickhead that's like in the corner just laughing at you. That happens. That does occasionally People happen. People who work there laughing at you or just some dickhead? It could, it could just be a person that works there or just a person. Or just some just, schmuck. Just some schmuck, you gotcha. know, <laughs> just chilling. Just minding, you know, he was doing his thing, minding his own business, and he caught me out the corner of my eye, you know, out of his eye, and I'm just struggling real hard to, you know, jump. He's just having a kick. Yeah, I'm trying to, you Well, know. you know, that's what happens when you hate your fucking job. <laughs> you know? Like, textbook <laughs> shot true. in Florida. That's uh, true. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, like... It's like, I, I pity that guy oh laughing at you. He might he might get his little victory there oh, that's laughing funny. at your expense. But in the long run... It's the truth, though. You, you know? know, like, not for nothing. Like, when I was when I was a waitress, like, I would get some of the nastiest people. Oh, yeah, I was a waiter, too. You know, for a little like, while. the nastiest people. Yeah. And it was, like, it was kind of funny. Like, sometimes, like, th- there was this one time, like, this lady dropped a drink on herself. Mm-hmm. Like, it was totally her fault. And I kind of felt bad, but I was also kind of laughing because she was like a huge dick, like a huge Ah. dick. So like, you know, like she made my life a living hell from the moment she walked in the door, you know, like every single person she came in contact with, she just made their life a living hell. So it was kind of funny when it happened. I feel bad for saying that. But no, 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 no. no. <laughs> it was, it's, it fucking was hilarious. Hilarious. it's fucking hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. It's your great. job to serve these people. Right. But it doesn't give them the right to treat you like, like shit. Treat you like shit. There's and literally like, no logical reason to treat your waiter or waitress like, like shit. I feel like just because they're going to pay you at the end, then it's okay. That, exactly. Like, nah, exactly. man. But usually the dickheads don't even tip well. It's true. You know what I'm saying? It's true. Like, they go there because they're another one. Like, they're the same as the person laughing at you in the corner when you're struggling. Like, that's just the same person except he went out to dinner. (laughs) It's the same fucking guy. (laughs) Yeah, that's the truth. But no, it's funny. Like, ever since I was a waiter, like, now I'm, like, so, like, waiter conscious and waitress conscious. I am, too. When I go to restaurants. I am, too. It's like I stack the plates for Right? Right? You're like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, they could be having a rough, like, it could be rough in there. It's just helpful. place is packed. It's helpful. Yeah, absolutely. It goes a long way. Right? And you know what? It's how hard is it to stack your fucking plates? Exactly, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, like I feel like when everyone's done eating, it feels better when there's like no room in front of you. And how you hard is saying? it to take your fucking garbage off the table and put it onto a plate? Yeah, that and, too. Like, after you stack the plate, like your stuff. napkins and your yeah. garbage and like you know your straws. You know what we are. And... We're server elitists right now. We are. We're server elitists right now. But you know, now. like every <laughs> server will say that though. Every server Truth. has Truth. that has that mentality because they all go through it. Mm-hmm. They all have to deal with it. No person that has ever been a server would disagree. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Unless, I suppose, unless like you were a waiter or waitress at one of those like super high end restaurants where it's their job that like once they see you finish eating, I guess it they might, go maybe it, like pisses them off. Yeah, you, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't I know. Could, maybe. But but you're but 100%. Maybe that's just because it gets them in trouble. True. You know, because yeah, their bosses are like right. mad bougie. Yeah. They're like, no, you have to be on top of them like every two seconds. I know. I don't like that when I'm out to dinner. I, I like I like that. them to be present, like stop by once in a while, but don't hover. Yeah. I f- that freaks me out. Yeah. I get very like creeped out by that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know like, what it is? You know what it is? It's, like they say, it's always one jerk off that ruins it for the rest of us. It's like... That's because they probably had some high-maintenance tables. That's true. So they're just wired that way. I mean, I've had those high-maintenance tables. You Me know, too. That need, that need your constant attention. But, like, usually they have, like, three children. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? But, like, when it's four dudes who are, like, <laughs> drunk, who just saw a movie, like, give them oh. a Coke, a burger, and, like, leave them alone. Not when you're a woman, no. Nah? No. Oh, that's a different story. You're right. 
when you're a woman, it's a little different. They like to keep you around to of talk. Course. You know, they like they like to talk. It's it's very hard to maintain your other tables when you when, have like, you, get you have a group of very drunk men trying ra- to talk to you, <laughs> and you have to be polite because and they're not gonna be rude. You know, they're not rude or anything. They're just talking at you. Yeah, and you just have to be polite and still try to get your tip well you, i mean <laughs> you, know? you are there to serve them exactly you know exactly. And, that is your job and you know? sometimes sometimes it can be refreshing when like a table actually does want to talk to you um, it is so long as like because you you said the phrase talk at you yes when they're talking at you it's different it, when yeah, they're talking very to different. you it's actually refreshing when a table talks it's to ve- you yes yes like when you're having like engaging conversation with with the party then yeah it's great you know but when they're just like talking at you and you're like all right but i got like five other tables i got to take care of right now and i'm really busy and you know like i'm freaking out and these tables are not happy and you know like you gotta go you know what i mean it's always some little thing it's always something it's always some little thing and there's a lot of type a personality people who kind of thrive in that environment um that's not to say (laughs) that like if you're type b you can't be a waiter or waitress but um you just have to like suck a lot of things up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You have to be very strong skinned, you know, thick skinned, and you really gotta suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, cause shit's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna fuck up, whether it's a oh. cook, whether it's a coworker, whether it's yourself, whether yeah. it's a boss. Like someone is going to fuck up, and it won't just be one time a night. You're lucky if it's once an hour. You're lucky if it's once an hour. And you know, when it happens, it just keeps happening. Mm -hmm. It snowballs. It's like, it's scary. Well, you know what? You know what helps when, like, at least I know what helped when I I was a waiter was knowing that it, that that line of work is a very forgiving line of work. It is. Unless you're like at that super high level where everything must be pitch perfect. Right. But like. If a cook messes up and it has to come back or, like, you forgot this person's drink or something, like, your boss isn't going to kill you. Like, it's the nature of the beast. If you do it, like, all the time, yeah, they're going to say something, but, like, nobody yeah, has yeah, a... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very rare you have a perfect night between yeah. you, the cook, the customer, <laughs> no, the bartender. That, never, you never have a perfect night. If you no. do, that is just you busy. lucky. You weren't busy. Probably. You weren't yeah. busy if you had Probably. a perfect night. Yeah, if you had a perfect night, you were not busy. You were just, you probably had like a couple of tables and that was it. How did, how did being a waitress like help you in, did it, a better question would be, did being a waitress help you in your current line of work at all? Do you think you learned anything on that job that you took with you? I guess it helped me become more social. I mean, my job doesn't require me to be very social. Um, I don't really talk to a lot of customers. I used to do a lot of cake consultations, you know, with, mm-hmm. with the customers and stuff like that. Um, but I don't really handle that much any much of that anymore. I, I handed that off um, to one of the other chefs that work at the bakery. Her name is Jackie. She's incredible. Um, so Shout you know, out to Jackie. Yes, yeah, shout out to Jackie. <laughs> She's incredible. So, you know, if you ever get a cake from Fiorello, chances are that, she, you know, either I or she will be working on that. So... It'll be dope. So you're in good hands. Exactly. But, um, what was I saying? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Jackie distracted us. Jackie. God damn it, Jackie. Well, how did we get to Jackie? Um, the bakery stop being being a oh, working working, working as, as a waitress, waitress. how it helped okay, you in so, current line of work you're currently a baker right with Jackie. so <laughs> we're back we're back we're back we got it we got it so um so basically you know i don't have to be very social right now but it you know that helped me definitely that aspect helped me uh, my my previous job before that also i had to be very social too i was you know i worked at um selling verizon for a very short period of time and then, um, can, can I can I interrupt for a second? Did you deliver it like business to business, like door to door, door to door, like resident, like yeah, residential? residential? Like I was okay. one of those annoying people that like knocked on. Door. I was those annoying people too. Yeah, I was actually not... inquiring if you sold the same Verizon I sold at one point, but uh... no, I sold business to business. Oh, you sold business, and it was lame as fuck. Oh, okay. Yeah, you get out. Mine was lame too. Yeah, yeah, I got out really. You quick. get out quick. I yeah. was in it for like maybe a month. 
Me too. Um, a little bit more. You know what it is? I was in it for a month. I went to Jamaica for a week. I came home and was just like, no. <laughs> like, no. No, no. I got perspective. Now. You know, those jobs are like a real scam. Yeah. Because you you do see people make like some serious cash. And that's what keeps you interested. For you know a what I mean? Bit. That is what keeps As you interested. And you start interested. battling with that part of yourself. And then you start to realize like they're, they just got lucky. Like they kind of just got like a sale here or there. Yes. And they ended up getting really lucky on like how they sold the package. So they got like a really big commission off of it. Because honestly, it's mostly happenstance because most people are just going to take it from you at door to door. Slam the door on your face. Yeah. Or they curse you out or something along those lines. You get what happens is once in a while you bump into the dude who just got his optimum bill and he's pissed the fuck off. See, they thought it was fun because I was a woman. That they could use me. Because they didn't have many women in their office. Fair. In the office that I worked at. So um, they actually had told me to my face that because I was a woman, it would make it a lot easier to sell to, you know, to men customers. Because they were, they're they less likely to be aggressive, I guess, towards me. Okay. Towards a woman. Okay. I guess that would make sense. Not the truth. absolutely not the truth they are you know people are just vicious no matter what you you bother them when they're when they're at home chilling yeah it don't matter who the fuck doesn't matter who you are they don't care they're just like get the hell off of my lawn well i don't i know are you i know i know for (laughs) me like i don't know it's like i try to be nice when they show up but Everyone, every man has a line, and I think I just draw the line at Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. That, that's about where I tap out. Okay, so you said before the show that we had to spend some time talking about Smash. We do. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, the new it's one amazing. is yeah, so it's, good. It's so, you know, growing up, I played Melee. That was your first one on GameCube? Oh, yeah. All right. I love the GameCube. That was, like, my favorite underrated system it really uh, was like it it's really on par was. with the n64 a lot of people really on a nostalgia level it connect really to n64 was. but gamecube had quite a catalog i really enjoyed gamecube growing up so you know when they brought back smash i got really excited really excited they had it on wii right yeah yeah they, uh, they've yeah. had it on every they had every it on system. wii so i i played it on wii a couple of times but not that you know that not frequently that, yeah um my gaming days are kind of have been put on hold you know especially since the baby yes so, of course you know i have not played anything really but my friend came over and he brought smash and it was incredible he locked unlocked like every character all 76 74 whatever it is yeah, yeah. i i normally play as kirby like oh gee that's my go-to. he's one of the ogs he's dope fuck yeah he's dope like he just he's stealing people's powers and he's like hammering people and shit and, and his recovery is insane though. it's that dope. Can yeah float. that he can float like yeah. that it was dope um but you know i wanted to play as like new new characters so i tried some out i don't know i don't know how i felt about it i think it's because i played it on the switch and the controller that i played it on that it was so little the little the joy cons yeah the joy yeah. cons okay Okay, so this is like my first time I've ever like you know they have this controller. You know they have an extension that lets you use a GameCube controller. Yes. Yeah. And my friend actually had the GameCube controller, but he only had one. He only had one. Yes. There's four of us, so you know that was kind of difficult, but it was okay. You know, we we tried. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I attempted, um, but it was it was a good time. Um, I used to be dope at Smash. I got back in my, the melee day. Back in the melee day, you know, if you got me a GameCube controller, I could probably kill that shit. You probably wreck but, it. I believe it. You know, it's like riding a bike. I think yeah. If I got that that controller back, I think I could do it. Well, you got to shake off rust, obviously, but you know, I you got know, little hands, but that that controller is not a good thing. For, what is it? The Joy-Con. The Joy-Con. I don't like it. You don't like it. <laughs> it's all, I, don't I like it. I actually. I love it for particular games. Like, I played Zelda Breath of the Wild okay. primarily on my Joy-Cons, okay. and it felt fantastic. But I agree, it doesn't feel great you know, for I Smash. Tried to, I tried to play um, Mario Kart on it, too. That was No bueno? Fun. No, I didn't like that. I didn't Mm-mm. like that at all. No. 
It was not a good time. Um, I was just, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was smashing buttons. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) It was, like, so small. I was like, oh, my God, my hands are so tiny, too. I I don't understand. This should work, but it doesn't. I mean, my people made it, right? Like, Japanese people made it. And, you know, you figure... Yeah, controllers made for Japanese hands. You'd figure Japanese hands would work on it. But, no, I'm just not coordinated enough, apparently, for that. So, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, like, the menu screen would show up and pause in the uh, game. Oh, okay, I see. Like, hey, I have a buddy of mine who does that all the fucking time I'm when like, they play. What am I doing right now? This is, like, such, like, noob well, status. Well, you're still, you're still, you were still calibrating. You were yeah. still calibrating to the controller. Yeah, I, I never calibrated to it, though. How long did you give it? <laughs> Probably about an hour or so. Shouldn't take much more than an hour, so I feel yeah, you. I, I, I gave up. I feel I like, you. Nah. No, get yourself that GameCube extension. You know, but I don't have the Switch, though. That's right. It was, um, uh, who brought it over? Uh, my friend Stevie. Stevie. Yeah, yeah. good man. Well, good man, good man. Stevie gets some more GameCube controls. I think he does have them. He was just running late, you know? Oh, okay. So he just kind of grabbed and yeah, went. Yeah, he just kind of grabbed and went. Okay. Well, respect him. I mean, he brought the system over, so, like. I know, seriously. You no don't one's even compl- have to do that. No one's complaining. <laughs> He came through with the good stuff, so it was it was fun. But damn, what, what else did you play on GameCube? Uh, I played Mario Sunshine big time. Oh shit, Mario Sunshine! Big time! I played. I was obsessed with that. Yo, Delfino Plaza seemed like a great you place know, to live. It did. You know it was what I'm so saying? Beautiful and happy and like sunshiny. Oh yeah, there's lots of big fruits, yeah, watermelon it everywhere. It's I fucking great. I loved it. Music was dope. It was. The people looked fucking weird, though. Very weird. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think that, like, slowly happens to you if you start living on Delfino Plaza? It's possible you, like, deform. Maybe it's the water. Maybe it's the water. It's always it's the, the water. water. It's always the water. You know? There's so much graffiti everywhere and shit. Maybe. I don't know. All that, <laughs> all that spray paint is, like... A pollutant. There's a big gang presence in Delfino exactly, Plaza. Exactly, it's a problem. You know, you have to clean all that shit up. You have to fix that for them. What was his name? Uh, Flood. Flood. The. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the talking the, water spray. Yeah, thing. the water spray thing. Oh god. It made you fly up in the air with it. Yep. Jetpack it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. Oh, what else did I play on that? Oh man. Oh man. Did you play any any Star Fox, Sonic the Hedgehog? Sonic, I played. Prince yes. of Sonic. Star Fox, I didn't play. I was never really into that. That's fair. He's it's o- that's always been more of a cult following anyway. Yeah, I was. Whereas Sonic I was more really broad. into that, but I loved Sonic because I I played that when I was like really young. You Fuck know? yeah! I had the. Um, Did you have the Dreamcast? No, I had. Oh my god, the Sega. Oh um. <sighs> I know what you're talking about. Give me a big, second. Big chunky one, you know. What I'm talking Wait, was about? it a home console or uh, no, no, no? It mobile. was a, a mobile one. It okay. was like one of the first Sega um... Game Gear. Was it or was it was this the one that could be a phone? No, it's not the one that could be no, a phone. No, 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 no. Before that, such before weird that, shit. It was like um, I don't know. They had this like weird ass. I played Sonic on it all the time, but then they had this weird ass Echo game with like a dolphin. Echo the Dolphin? Yeah, Oh, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. I, th- I had that on Sega Genesis. I just remember as a kid, I, I never quite It was before it. Sega Genesis. It was pre-Genesis. Yeah. I believe. You believe. I believe. You believe. I believe. My you know, Genesis I'm not, I'm not right 100% sure. No, 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 it's not. Okay. But. Yeah, uh, it's before that. Okay. I think. I, I, I don't know. I would think the Game Gear. But. Did you play any Sonic on GameCube? GameCube? Um, yes, I did. Yeah, fuck it. I did. You know, that was back in the day with um, Blockbuster. Oh. So, like, I would always go to Blockbuster and, like, I would get a new game and then, you know, play through it and then just return, and return it. it. Yeah. Yeah. There used that to be was, rentals back great. in the day. See, I was a nerd and I was obsessed with, like, collecting the box and collecting the game. Okay. Because, yeah. like, I've always wanted to, like, build a lot. Like, I have this, I have this weird man fantasy of like having like this library of like all the books i've collected all the video games i've collected <laughs> all the all the cds vinyls like all this that's dope yeah that's dope my favorite part is like Char- charlotte had a similar dream so like, just like, that's great. great i was like fuck yes there you go there we go fuck a guest room soulmates Hell there yeah. you go <laughs> it's out to you charlotte um, Hi, charlotte. <laughs> uh what else was i gonna what else was i gonna ask you Completely forgot. 
That's cool. But I think it was along the lines of, did you play Sonic Adventure 2 on GameCube? Or was it the one of like remakes from the Dreamcast? The remakes. Like Sonic Adventure, yeah. like the one with, okay. I don't know what you mean. Cause I was going to see if you uh, knew about the multiplayer, but. No. Whatever. Nope, nope. I did not play the multiplayer. No. I played a lot of, um, after that I kind of take, I took a break on, you know, games. I went on to um, the computer after that. And I started. And what playing. found you there, or wow. what did you find there, rather? Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. How did that go? How sucked it? Well, let's start with how sucked in did you get? How deep did it go? Not that deep. Not pissing in no. water bottles. Deep. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> I did spend lots of hours playing. I was busy though, you know. So I, yeah. I had other things going on. I had a job. I had extra curriculars i had a personal life so it was mm-hmm. it was difficult for me but the nights i couldn't sleep i was mm-hmm. on wow you know gotcha and, and for those who may not know wow is world of warcraft if i have to explain it to you by now get with the times yeah it was world of warcraft i'm not proud of those days why not no offense no offense to the the wow players because you know but it's just it has such a bad connotation do you feel you the, do you feel the community was toxic or not not so no? much. I mean, okay, good. I mean, I was kind of a dickhead, so I can't, you know. Fair. What were you? How old were you when in your WoW days? I was probably seventeen or eighteen. Seventeen, eighteen. Okay. Maybe nineteen, twenty. Really testing boundaries. I I stopped point. by like nineteen. Okay. You know, I, I was done by. I that never, point. I never got into it personally. Um, um, you know, a lot of it was the fact. That for girls, it was kind of easy to play. You know, they kind of um, there was a lot of men that like to give you things for free, you know, gear for free, and you didn't have to do anything. So you know, I got a lot of great gear for free. So I just kind of used that to my advantage, you know. And I had a lot of fun though, like playing. I I was in a lot of guilds. I had fun. You know, we we played a lot of capture the flag. I was a dope tank. Yeah, you probably don't know. What that no, means. I I don't know what you're saying. I'm just thinking to myself. Those are some lonely guys. I was the one that took all the deeps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally my God. don't expect this from me, right? Do you, no, 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 not at all. Not, not at, at all. all. I mean, like, right? not, not that no. I. I don't know about not expecting it, but you know, not it's funny. Surprised. You know, what's funny is like I'm, I'm kind of a huge nerd when it comes to certain things, and people do not know at all. I keep it like very. Yeah. No, because this is the first I'm hearing of yeah, it. I know I you've played it... video games, but I didn't know you had a deep dive into World of Warcraft. I did for a little bit, you know. I I had some friends that played. I played Age of Empires. Age I of played, Empires, um... dope. Did you play Civilization? Yes. Nice. Yes, I nice. loved Civ. When Civ Five came out, I was so excited. So excited. They just dropped Civ Six on the Switch, I think. Really? Or they're dropping it soon. But I think oh, they dropped man. it, yeah. Oh, man. See, like, I, I don't even have time for that stuff. But, like, well, those are great, real time those consumers. Those are real time. Like, those are campaigns that go on for days mm-hmm. upon days. Yeah. They can, even for longer than that, they can go on for months. I had one oh, yeah. that went on for, like, months, and I was like, all right, enough. Well, I feel, <laughs> I, I got uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 drops on this Tuesday, the coming yeah, Tuesday. Kevin's a week. very excited about that. Yeah, I've I took the played... day off work. I took the day off work. Really? Yeah. I you took see, the day off work. The hype is like real about Kingdom Hearts, right? Well, yeah, rightfully so. I've never so played myself. it. I've never played it, but I've heard such amazing things about it that I kind of feel like I need to play. Like, above, really need to above play. all, and I'll say this excludes Kingdom Hearts one because it's a little outdated at this right. point. But speaking, especially on Kingdom Hearts two, especially for its time, while the story is fun, mm-hmm. confusing as fuck, they got a lot of things in the story they need to patch up, but that's okay. that's what a finale's for. Okay. You know, and that's what this next one is supposed to be. Um but the gameplay is just so much fun. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like it, right. it's one of the like true smooth moving 3D they hack have and it slashers. On they've released some they've released some like packages where for like sixty bucks you get like all the games. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like they're they're trying to dump the games on everybody. All right. Yeah, they're a lot of I gotta, fun. I gotta check it out. They're a lot of fun. Kingdom Hearts three looks insane. Because Kevin is like all about it. He's yeah. All about it. He's like raving about it. So I, I feel the hype like I is need real. But you know I don't have time to play <laughs> It's a party. I, I, I tried playing um Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. 
that was very difficult. I sat down to play. They're not simple games. Well, the thing is, is that I played that when simple. I was younger. I played through Assassin's Creed One. I mm-hmm. played through Two. You know, I I played through Half of Life Three. I gave up on that one. I stopped. Something else caught my attention. <laughs> I think, but um, you know, I played this one, and the the whole problem was the whole beginning was like all cutscenes. So by the time that I ended up actually like playing and doing anything you, you and becoming a character, anymore. I couldn't play anymore because my kid woke up. <laughs> And I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to, then maybe you need to tag team the game with somebody. You know, like I'm like sitting through it. I'm like, shit, this sucks, man. Like I got through all of this. Like my, my kid's been sleeping <laughs> for an hour and a half. Finally took a nap for an hour and a half. And all I did was sit here watching cutscenes and play like as, just play like a fight scene for like a second. I'm like, great. Thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> I guess I guess the games that would be more compatible for, compatible for you right now are probably the ones that you can like jump in and out of in like a yes. thirty minute sixty minute window. Yes, you know? yes, nothing with a crazy storyline. I yeah. miss things with a storyline though. Those are fun, you know. Well, though, really there will come a time where, for better or worse, your child will be less dependent on you, and you'll be able to. Well, you know, act, at that point, I'll something. probably be playing with him. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to introduce it too early, but you know, I, we will yeah, definitely play together. One definitely day. wait. I will blow his mind. <laughs> I will come out of nowhere. I will pretend like I don't know shit about anything. And then how do you just, play this? I'll be like, "What is this controller upside down?" And then just blow his mind. What you should do? Like, whoop his ass. What you should do? You should wait for the next Smash to come out, and he'll want it. He doesn't know anything yeah. about you and, and, your, and your smash days. He's just going to be like, mom just, you know, likes to bake cakes and play with makeup and stuff. And I'll just be like, nah, not nah, kid. Bam. Just, just, just school drop him. him with Kirby. Just school him. Down B. Smash. <laughs> smash. Smash. Just school him with Kirby. And just game over. Done. And he's going to be like, what, mom? What did you just do to my life? Just see. <laughs> you don't mess with mom. He's going to learn that day. Mom. You never mess with mom. He's going to learn that day. She knows. She knows. Your mom's Japanese. What do you think was going to happen? That's right. It's in your <laughs> it's in your code, literally. The small hands, the controller, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's built for you. No, except not for me. Though. Well, I mean, he's half Japanese, but he's he got does. the he's going to have the Spanish he's hands. He's got the man hands. He's going to have the Spanish man hands. He's already got the man hands. Yeah, he's huge. They're humongous. Tight gri- I, I said it earlier, tight grip. Man, that kid is humongous. He's, he's a so big dude. Tall. He's so tall. Think he's gonna be a basketball player? I think so. It's looking that way. I mean, Kevin was a huge one, so. <laughs> I think basketball, maybe. I don't know the way he wants to like run around already, and he can barely stand. Um, I'm thinking maybe soccer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, especially if he's got the speed. Possibly baseball. Will. Well. Spanish and Japanese is a good co- genetic combination and for you know, baseball. His Honestly, middle name yeah. is Ichiro. His middle name is Ichiro. That's uh firstborn, right? The firstborn son? Yes. Ichiro. Yep. Hell yeah. And like Ichiro Suzuki. But, Zachary you know, Ichiro we Suzuki. Did, we didn't plan that though. That wasn't that wasn't a That's happenstance, that's a coincidence. Yeah, that was just a thing, you know. It just happened. But you know, it was <laughs> Did pretty you know cool. did you know Ichiro when he played for the Seattle Mariners? Did you know Nintendo owns the Seattle Mariners? I did not. Yeah. I did not. That's actually pretty cool. Either they own it or they're like a primary shareholder, but I'm pretty sure Nintendo owns because they're, uh, they're America headquarters is in Seattle. Oh, snap. So Nintendo's just been balling out. They're like, yo, they're just like, you know. Yo, Nintendo's che- just coming out of nowhere with everything, huh? Yeah, they're just eating cheeseburgers, doing cocaine. Hey, you know, we're going to buy uh-huh. a baseball team. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. That's the dope life, though. We, all, we got you? all this GameCube money. Shit, if you got that kind of money and you're just eating cheeseburgers and so and coke, like... Why buy a baseball team? Wouldn't you buy a bit? I don't know. I'd buy some random shit like that, too. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, why not? I know nothing about hockey, but maybe I'll buy a hockey team. I think it, a, uh, a wise man once said, if you have fuck you money and don't say fuck you... Fuck you, dude. Like, like if you really got, got got that kind of money, man. Like, play, go fuck play. It. Fuck it. Yeah. Like, you really got that kind of money? Like, I'm not talking about, like, you got to... You gotta worry one day, you know what I mean? Like you are set. Your grandkids are set. You got the kind you know, of money like, where Ken Griffey Jr. works for you. Exactly. Like that's, that's the kind of money. At that you've point, got, you know like at that point, you just you gotta play. Like shit. Buy an island. Yeah. <laughs> Buy a fucking island. You know, like 
Damn. Buy a cruise ship. Go on a cruise. Have fun. Go on a big yacht. For real, though. That would be dope. Wouldn't it? That'd be so Imagine, like, I, I love the, the ocean. A, yeah? You like, you, like, ever go sailing or anything like that? Um, not sailing, no, but I've fishing. been... Um, yes, fishing. Yes, I've, I've been fishing um, a lot. My dad used to love fishing growing up, so, oh, yeah. you know, I grew up fishing a lot. I always used to throw them back. He hated that. He really hated that, and I understand why now. Back then, I thought it was very cruel that we were keeping them, even though they were delicious. He was mm-hmm. a chef, so, you know, he was preparing them, like, mad good. Yeah. But, you know, I still felt kind of bad, so, like, every once in a while, I threw them back on him. He get really pissed. Well, I mean, it's, just, it's it's the way of life. <laughs> but then I understood. It's, As know, I grew up, I understood, you know. So we changed that, and I started to keep them after. <laughs> <laughs> Once you truly understood how good fish tasted, you were like, yeah, yeah you let's know, keep these like, guys. It's, all right. it's cool, it's cool, you know, it's good. It's kind of fucked up, but it's cool. Hey, listen, one day we'll die and something will eat us. Whatever, you know, I'm Bugs. the biggest, like, meat eater ever. Yeah. I don't give a fuck now. <laughs> Dude. I love steak. I really love steak. Yeah, no, steak. it's it's like the like ultimate, like, Beef yes, and steak yes. and just, like, yo, tacos, man. Like, just hook I me could, up. I couldn't live without tacos. I, I, I could no, I couldn't, I honestly, I just couldn't live without meat, chicken, beef, pork. Actually, yeah. I could live without pork. Really? I could, I, I could. Does that, that doesn't count bacon. Well, bacon is. You know, like, bacon, pork, two different things. Well, yeah, I guess. I can't yeah. give up the pig. Okay. I could give up pork, but my favorite is duck. Yeah? Duck. It's the okay. most delicious goddamn thing on the planet. It, yeah, it's okay. When it's prepared right, yes, it's great. Well, what I love about it is it's, The you crispy know, skin and all yes. that shit. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. And then, like, if you take that duck grease and marinate some veggies in it, yeah. you know, it won't be the healthiest great. dish, it tastes, but it'll taste good. You know, duck fat fries? Yes. So good. Yes. So good. That's how fries are meant to be. Like, it sounds disgusting, but it's just amazing. Like, amazing. Anyone who finds that disgusting just simply hasn't tasted it yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They need to. Hell yeah. But uh, we got to wrap this up soon. Right. So, if you want to close this out, give uh, give your bakery a plug. Give yourself a plug. All right. Shout well, out, Kevin. Close the... it out. Tell everyone where they can find you. All Remind right. them what you do. Yes. The whole spiel. So, I am a pastry chef. Um, I work at Fiorello Dolce on Instagram. Um, and I also, I have my own, um, cakes by Maggie page on Instagram. So you can check that out. Um, if you ever need anything, um, any specialty cakes, custom cookies, whatever it may be, you just DM me, hit me up, let me know, and, uh, we'll work it out. All right. Um, and also check out, um, uh, my boyfriend, Kevin, Kevin Rains. Uh, Kevin Rains one on Instagram, <laughs> I think, right? Probably, uh, whatever. You at find Kevin him. Rains doesn't, one. It doesn't matter. You find him. Just you know, put the at Kevin Rains part. You'll figure it out. But um, you'll find him. He's incredible. Um, he just dropped a new video like a uh, few weeks ago. So. Yeah, very new. Yeah, so um, that came out, and then he uh, dropped a a video before that, a couple weeks before that, that I'm in, which is pretty fun um so yeah check that's that right out. yeah you yeah. were in that music video that was a good time that's right yeah that was a good time so um check that out and yeah check out my page and see see all the creations that i make hit me up there we go hit her up that's a wrap meg thank you for coming on thank you so much i appreciate it my pleasure